0: Welcome to another episode of Airbnb with Dee. This is your host, Avana and today's episode is all about the factors that investors look for before deciding to invest in your company. If you are an Airbnb host or a property manager that is hoping to get some funding from investors, of course, we know we have business credit, we have lines of credit, but we also have investors and venture capitalists that invest in your business, in your process, in your goal and dream for a percentage of that business at some point. For those of you that are ready to scale to heights like that, this episode is just for you. So stay tuned as we dive in. In our previous segment, we went over data points and ways that you could present information real time to potential investors. But... Here is a great way to practice if your pitch that you've already compiled or the things that you've already written out in your business plan are viable enough to get an investment. Pitch competitions. Part two, or day two, I should say, of the Fearless Funds Venture Capital Summit was the pitch competition, aka Demo Day. I am speechless still right now. I have to find the words to say It was really a masterclass on how to pitch your business. The things that the investors look for are things that we kind of overlook. The number one thing being your team. You know how we do our Airbnb thing alone, by ourselves, you know, for as long as we can. Some of you even try to be your own cleaners. You're your own cleaner, your own booking agent, your own guest representative. It's a lot. And there's absolutely no way that you can go to investors telling them that you're the only one doing something because they look at that like that's inevitably a failure, a disaster. Who's looking at legal? Who's looking at inventory? Who's doing these things? And even if you're able to present this data, there's still going to be the notion that It's better if you have someone that is great at this, assigned to this before we give you our money. So pitch competitions are an amazing thing. And one way that you can get prepared for those, even on a smaller scale, are grant opportunities. When you see a grant posted with a deadline, try to apply to it. And when you apply to it, remember that that information Is going to investors, people that have compiled their money together to provide you funding to further your business's mission. So, what is that business's mission? You absolutely need to know that like the back of your hand. And honestly, we talked about this in the previous segment going into the hospitality industry, providing housing of any term, whether short, mid, or long, is absolutely ending housing insecurity in areas where people were unable to afford certain stays. Now, the reason why I can confidently say that to my audience base is because we use a corporate leasing model. We are not going into areas and purchasing up all of the properties and placing it for list on Airbnb. We're simply renting areas that are already available for lease and re-renting that for extra income. And a lot of the times for our midterm stays, even for our longer term stays, we notice that these are people that either for some reason, we we ask ourselves, why would they want to pay us all of this money instead of just go applying themselves? Well, maybe their credit is not in a situation to do that. They're about to purchase a home so they can't afford the extra credit hit. It could be the security deposit. That large security deposit, along with having to furnish your place, That's a lot of money. So what you're doing is a good thing. So let's talk about how participating in grant opportunities can be a valuable way to refine your pitch. Grants often require you to articulate your business idea clearly and concisely. So similar to what we would do in a pitch competition, the feedback and the evaluation that you may receive from a grant application can help you improve your pitch. And I say the word may, because not all the time you'll get feedback. Sometimes you just get the message and say, hey, you know, you've been denied. We have not moved your application to the next stage. And you don't know why, but that's okay. Because just think about it. You're competing with other businesses. This is another thing I learned. I had no idea how many larger companies apply for smaller grants. Y'all, mentally, I knew it. I'm in an, an environment, even in my daytime, accounting for others' work and doing these things for them. But you have to remember there are also million-dollar brands, billion-dollar brands, celebrity brands that are also applying for the same grant applications that you are too. So you owe it to yourself to even go and get someone from Fiverr or Upwork to help you clearly articulate your business and get ready because you can really win this money if you prepare yourself and if you start your business with the right idea. So I know we've talked a lot about pitch competitions, and I want just to formally go over what that is. It's an event where entrepreneurs present their business ideas or startup concepts to a panel of judges, potential investors, and sometimes an audience. The goal is to convince the judges of the viability the uniqueness and potential success of your business idea within a short time frame, usually within a few minutes. Pitch competitions provide a platform to showcase your innovation and your business model and growth. So when you're competing for prizes, funding, and recognition, you also get to educate people in the crowd about your business. One thing I love about the businesses that present it at the pitch competition at the Fearless Funds event is that every presentation had a QR code so that even if they did not win that particular grant, they won new viewers, new audience members, new customers, potential customers, new signups. That's so impactful. And how are things and ways that we can incorporate that into our own Airbnb business? Here are some of the key points that I say are the key to winning a grant opportunity, a pitching opportunity based off my observation at the event. Every company that got on that stage and presented had a strong value proposition and impact. There are ways that we can do that as hosts. We can clearly articulate what sets our Airbnb hosting and property management business apart. Or how does it solve a specific problem or address a gap in the market? What's the impact we have? We have a lot of impact. You can easily highlight the positive, positive inca- impact your business has on both the Airbnb ecosystem and the communities that you operate in. This is why location is so important. If we emphasize how our hosting approach contributes to a diverse and inclusive experience, that's definitely an impact That investors are interested in hearing about and what is our financial viability and growth strategy because you can't start just one it's like a pringle many of you and i know this because if you're listening then you're my audience base we're starting these businesses to change our lives to change our financial income to change our time freedom we're starting it to change. So not just to open one because it's just been our lifelong dream to rent an apartment and re-rent it out to strangers. Come on now, we have more substance than that, right? So what's our revenue model? Are you able right now? And if you can, it's okay because this is something we can work on, right? Are you able to outline how you generate revenue from your properties? Can you discuss your pricing strategy? And this is where those plugins help. Platforms like Price Labs, you're easily able to integrate that, pull the data from Price Labs, and even use their information on things like pricing, occupancy rate, and projected income. More importantly, scalability. You have to demonstrate how your hosting model can scale without sacrificing quality or guest experience. Investors want to see that your business can grow sustainably. So, this is why I say, your team is important because maybe you can win a grant opportunity or, you know, get some funders or investors With let them know that you're a one man show for one property. But when you try to tell them that you have two and three properties and you have absolutely no one helping you, that's where, again, it may even look like you have an issue with control. Why wouldn't you want help? So that you can have more time to live your life and give back to your family, right? So innovation and execution. If you are implementing innovative technologies in any way, sustainable practices, or unique guest experiences, this is the time where you would highlight those in these grant applications and pitch compositions. If you're using other platforms to ensure that you have an opt- optimal guest experience, um, that there are things that aren't that weren't thought of maybe you're using a unique inventory restocking system that you could potentially patent these are things to think about. One time I was having a conversation with the guy and professionally for work he's a financial data analyst so as he began to launch his own Airbnb he utilized those same strategies to kind of create his own Excel spreadsheet like system to predict certain property patterns for them now this was a few years ago imagine being able to integrate that with the technologies that we have in 2023 that's potentially proprietary information that could be patented so you have to think bigger and if you have a smart system like that you've created this is the time where you can get investors to get in on that portion of it not just the Airbnb, But the part that's bigger than Airbnb, like we always discuss. Team expertise is so important. Remember I was talking about everyone that went up there had the most elite team. And initially, when you hear, or even in corporate America, if you're working in corporate America, I'm sure you can relate to this. When you get a new team member. The first thing they tell you at the town hall meetings or your your weekly meetings is where they came from and what they did there. And so, of course, not only are they telling you that to kind of set the expectation of what's going on here, but those meetings are actually going to investors. They're pitching constantly showing what's going on in the pipeline so that the funding that investors, anything they have, they think, hey, let me go ahead and put it back into this business. They're doing great things with the money I've already invested, let me give them more. So this is where you need to highlight your expertise of your team members. Explain how and find out how their backgrounds and strengths contribute to the success of your Airbnb venture. And so the funny thing is a lot of us as Airbnb hosts, our family are our, our co-hosts and employees and things like that. And a lot of us, it's our children. I'm laughing because it's my daughter for sure. <laughs> so I'm even thinking about how can I really just highlight the strength of my team with just my 13-year-old? Of course, my team is larger, but even if I tried to do this years ago, and trust me, I filled out grant opportunities when I was a one-man Army, too, and wondered why I never got them. Because who was trying to give their money to one per- like. You just want my money. You need to just go take out a loan if that's the case. (laughs) Okay. So this brings me to our final point in the pitching to investors. Airbnb would be podcast episode that I thank you so much for listening to if you're following. this, Earning extra income with Airbnb is simple. Sometimes it's the accountability that we need. If you're someone that is looking to start your first Airbnb or scale to your 10th, then get involved in My Airbnb Accountability Community. This group is available to you by clicking the link in the episode's description. Once you gain access to the invite-only community, you are free to ask questions 24-7. Yes, that means that when you're afraid of that guest review, or maybe you have questions about Airbnb support. Me as well as other coaches are there to help you succeed. So what are you waiting on? I look forward to meeting you in the community. I am so excited to record this well-deserved episode as our endeavors are always about business, scalability, funding, and knowing that there are so many companies out here and so many investors waiting to hear amazing business ideas and to see your business growth and invest in that, it encouraged me to really highlight my experience and then also go over some of the things that these investors look for and how you can position your company to be ready for funding in this way rather than just a simple business credit. So just a recap, I volunteered my time. I am one of the recipients of the cohort initiative in which we were provided 12 weeks of extensive business training by Fearless Fund and Get Ready Ventures. And so through that, there were opportunities to give back to the fund. So why not volunteer my time, right? In turn, my daughter, my 13-year-old daughter got to come too. So this was so amazing because she also got to hear some of the amazing pitches for the business. So I'll tell you about the winners first. The Renatural, which has coined the fir- the phrase "roller coaster proof wigs" won two hundred thousand dollars from Fearless Fund to continue their business endeavors and scalability. Right, the second place winner was Femly, which is um, a feminine product, but also a feminine education product as well. Not only do they have non toxic tampons and padding and things like that for women during their time of the month. They also educate you on things like endometriosis, what ovarian cancer looks like, the symptoms, the signs. These are things that they've put in bathrooms, at stadiums, and public places everywhere. So they were the second place winner, such an amazing company, and they won $150,000. And the third place winner is a company called Saver. And this company is dedicated to ending food insecurity in college students, you know, young adults. When it comes to going to school and finish your studies, this company was founded by a, she said she said herself was a first generation immigrant. And so when it came to attending college, while there were ways for her to attend, get, having something to eat every night was not something that was guaranteed for her even. And even you hear the jokes, we know the jokes about a college kid's budget, how a pack of noodles every night is something that, you know, most college kids eat. Well, the truth is, guys, that's not a good thing. So this company is dedicated to ending the food insecurity, ensuring that college students that are, even if they're there on the basic Pell Grants and funding and barely getting by, that they have a quality meal Because it shouldn't matter whether you're there on a scholarship, whether you're there out of your parents' money. You should have access to food that you can afford, period, okay? So, that company was rewarded $100,000. Now, attending this, I have never been to anything like this. This completely blew networking events out of the water for me (laughs) because I feel like, and I, I maybe I'm not describing this right. I don't know how to really describe this, but I feel like the networking events that are going on in today's time, I am so appreciative that we have them because years ago we didn't have them in this magnitude with this much information being shared. But I want us to feel more than just inspired to work our business. I want us to know exactly what to do to get to the point that we need to get to. It's going a little deeper than just starting the business, getting the EIN, building the business credit. It's positioning yourself for growth, positioning yourself for investors to come and say, hey, I have money for you and your concept fits what I'm doing. Also grants too, investors, put their money in a pool, and establish a grant as well that you can win for your company. So when we're talking about even winning grants and applying for grants, these are also the metrics that they look for. You know how we're always giving those reminders, hey, this grant opportunity ends this day. If you're a part of the Airbnb with the Facebook group, you'll see the grant postings. Or even if you follow the Airbnb with the Instagram, you'll also see the grant postings, right? But what do you put on those grant applications? How do you position yourself as a company that is deserving of money that you don't have to pay back? Well, this episode is for you, specifically for Airbnb hosts and managers. We're going to discuss a step-by-step guide on how to measure your traction and present it effectively to investors and along with your grant applications. A few of the things that I learned at the summit over the weekend was that Traction refers to the measurable progress that a startup or a company has made. This means your customer acquisition, your revenue generation, your user engagement, and your overall growth. And the reason why I love things like this for us as Airbnb hosts is these factors are so measurable. Not only are they in the Airbnb app, if you look at your financials, and especially if you have a financial advisor, you know I recommend a CPA, an advisor, someone that can go over the numbers with you from another point of view and give you another opinion on even tax advantages. So traction is a key indicator of a company's potential for success because we know not every business that a person starts is successful. So investors, when they're looking for traction or venture capitalists, are looking to evaluate the viability of investing in a company, this is what they look for oftentimes. Market opportunity. Venture capitalists assess the size and potential of the market the company operates in. A large and growing market indicates the potential for significant growth. So the reason why this is important is short-term rental holds. Guys, even if you think about what's really going on in the world right now, and the amount of people that have, over the last three years since COVID has come and changed our world, now don't even qualify for certain things anymore. Whether they've lost a job and so they now can't get the house that they were wanting because they don't have that history. Or um, you know they've gotten eviction, so now their personal credit does not qualify for a traditional application you're applying. You as a short-term rental host, this is why it's always bigger than Airbnb, are able to go in, provide housing that people can qualify for. Whether you use Airbnb as your platform, whether you use Verbo, create your own booking site, or use Furnish Finder, you are able to help, in a way, provide housing to those that didn't qualify. This is something that people want to invest in. Unique value propositions. Y'all, I'm like just elated because not only was this event amazing, it inspired me to further see what we do as short-term rental hosts and investors as bigger than that. Your company will always be as big as you make it or believe it to be, believe it or not. I can tell you from personal experience that the people that you thought or think would be the ones supporting you, investing into your company, are not going to be the ones to do it. And, and the reason why you have to know that is so that you're not halted, stopped, or feel bad in any way when you see that to be true. So we need other people around that believe in a vision and believe in things a little higher than maybe even the people closest to us so that our company can get to where it needs to get. We talk about, you know, not no documentation loans, $25,000, $30,000 you can get. But what if you got a $250,000 grant because you provided housing to those that no longer qualified in a location that truly needed it. So they look and see if you have a strong team. This is so important, y'all. We talk about this all the time. You can't be the cleaner, the interior designer, the booking agent, you can try, but if you do those things, I now know that you don't have your listing on every platform because how can you manage all of those things unless this is what you did all day, 24-7? You could get away from that for maybe one property, maybe even two properties if they're located near each other. But don't think you're going to get to five and 10 and 15 and 20 properties without an effective team and a strong team to help you. Your founding team skills and experience are crucial with investors. I did not know how important your team was to investors. Investors specifically look at who you've hired for what, what they've done before they came to your company and how they're implementing that in your company now. Awesome. A business model. Venture capitalists evaluate a company's business model to understand how it plans to monetize its offerings and generate sustainable revenue streams scalability. Venture capitalists are interested in companies that can scale their operations efficiently as the demand increases. There is always a demand for housing, shelter, lodging, whether it is for vacation travel, living um, arrangements, there's always something needed. So how can you scale? And if you can't afford to scale, this is what you need the investors for. So you make sure you still have a scaling plan and let them know this is where their funding will come in handy. You cannot complete the rest of these things without having that funding from them. What's your path to profitability? Early stage startups may not be profitable, but venture capitalists want to see a clear plan for achieving profitability in the future. Do you have a hero product? Do you have something patented that others have to pay or license from you to use? How are you guaranteeing cash into the company? There are plenty other factors, but what I want to jump to is exactly how those factors affect us as Airbnb hosts and property managers, because those are going to be totally different things than just the general. So what are ways that Airbnb hosts and property managers can pitch their businesses to potential investors? What are ways that we can measure our traction using a combination of key performance indicators? And what are metrics that demonstrate the success and growth of our operations? Those are the most asked questions amongst, sometimes even banks, as you're trying to open a bank account. If you have been someone that has tried to open a bank account and, have listed it under the name Airbnb. You may be asked questions like this because the the key thing is the fact that these factors are measurable. Revenue growth. We show how our revenue has been increasing. You can log right into your Airbnb app and export that information. Investors are interested in businesses that are generating consistent and substantial revenue growth. That's why launching your Airbnb in the perfect location is essential. You could be the difference between starting an Airbnb business that is seemingly profitable and starting a business that investors want to build into. And I'll just give you a basic example. If you think about the housing crisis that is going on in LA at the moment, um, there is so much going on in LA. There's always so much going on in Los Angeles, but... When you think about the crisis and even just research it, basically, you see that there are many people that won't qualify for housing, funding. There are things that are happening. There are even landlords that are still waiting on payments from approved rental assistance applications that because of all of the monstrosities that were happening at once, the pandemic, wildfires, this and that, everything, unemployment, they're behind on payment So what happens? These people are getting evicted and they have nowhere that they qualify to go for. Because most places that you rent, what's the number one qualification? No eviction. So if you are someone that is providing a way for these people to bypass that one qualification. And I'll tell you this, just because someone has been evicted, it doesn't mean they won't pay you. You still have to use your sound judgment. There are indicators on if a person is going to pay you or not. And that key indicator is if they have a job. That's one of the things people use. So you don't always have to be on the opposing end. You could be on the receiving end of those type of people and then somehow turn this into a marketing strategy to speak to investors and say, hey, these are the groups of people that we protect. These classes of people, we protect them from homelessness. And this is why we need your money to further the mission. That's simple, right? Average daily rates. We can highlight our property's average daily rate. And what's so awesome about our business is our investors can see that themselves. With a quick glance of any of the websites, but especially AirDNA, which is an amazing tool for investors, business owners everywhere. They can keep up with that data without you having to present them an official report every day when they want one. Occupancy rate. Those things are all on that platform as well. So occupancy rate just demonstrates how often our properties are booked and a higher occupancy rate suggests a stronger demand. So going into an area that either A, has a housing crisis that needs your help or B, a prime place for vacation travel. These are things that are on you, but either one of those things can give you a higher occupancy rate, making your company more attractive for people to invest in. Booking metrics. What's your booking volume? Showcase the number of bookings you received over a specific period of time. We already have that information readily available. So putting this on a report is super simple for us. One of the things that we should do often when we're creating a profile to submit or a portfolio, I'm sorry, to submit to potential investors is highlighting repeat guests. Do you have a percentage of guests that actually keep coming back to your property? Because this could also show that maybe you're, you're ready to scale in a larger way and, and investor's funds could help you do that. Create a whole center. <laughs> so another great way to highlight your metrics, your KPIs, your things like that will be to also show your guest ratings and the reviews. What are your guests saying to you? Are they saying, hey, we love your place. You provided a great place. or Are they saying your pictures fooled us? These are things we need to pay attention to because a simple export of our profile makes us now have a complete portfolio to submit to investors. So we'll take those things seriously. We do everything we need to do so that we can export that data and get more money to scale your mission. Other things to consider, market share, estimate the percentage of the market you've captured in your specific location. Do you have a themed unit? What about your place is so special that make that gives you a security on that end? What makes you have that on lock, basically? <laughs> and the number of properties you have. If you manage multiple properties, you don't have to own these properties. Can we talk about this? Can we talk about the fact that When investors are looking at a company's profile and waiting to hear your pitch, owning property could actually be a detriment because you're going into it with debt. Until you sell that space, it is still considered, it is not um, the asset that the investors are looking for at any moment. That could be a major liability in a major way. So the great thing about the metrics that we're naming, you don't have to own property to present any of this. If you manage multiple properties that you do not own, your portfolio shows how you've grown over time and how you've gotten other owners to trust you with their property, their land, and to turn it into something valuable. So I know this is a lot for the first segment. I'm going to stop it here, give you some time to really write down some things and think about the position your company has in the market. How many properties you have or want to grow to? Do you have a market share? it is you Is your company a place that your guests want to spend their money with again and again and again? Is your booking volume high? Is your booking frequency high? What's your net operating income? These are all things that are very important to think about. So in our next segment, we'll do a further deep dive into a few more factors and then close it off with some awesome information for you. So even though we got cut off, I will end the episode with this. Three things to make sure that you win that next grant proposal, grant application, or proposal to potential investors. Make sure that you research and align that that whatever grant opportunity you're applying for, whatever investor that you're seeking out, whatever they specialize in, okay? Make sure you're able to align your business with the missions and objective of that grant program or that investor, So that means you need to understand the focus areas, their target demographic, and the kind of impact that the grant aims to achieve and the investor aims to leave. What legacy are they aiming to leave? These are the ones that are going to quickly and easily invest into your business, but only if you research and align yourself with them. Make sure that you're tailoring a proposal to fit the criteria of the application. This is going to demonstrate a strong alignment, which is what we want. Two, we're going to clearly articulate our impact. One of the most crucial aspects of a grant application or an email to an investor is clearly conveying the potential impact of your proposed project or business idea. Business owners, okay, we need to emphasize how our project aligns. I know I just said that, but the reason why it's so important is because if you can clearly articulate the impact that you leave, you're easily able to see who you align with, what opportunities are a better fit for you. One of my favorite things to do to knock all the competition out of the water is using quantifiable data and metrics, which is what we talked about in the first segment. If you are integrating your listings and you are using PayPal, you can export your payments. If you are using things like price labs, you can use projected or forecasted data. If you're properly using your Airbnb profile and exporting your guest count, you have all of the data and the metrics possible. Now it's up to you to make sure that those numbers are up to par to pitch to potential investors. Whether you're leaving a social impact, an economic growth impact, community improvement, A well-defined impact statement can leave a strong impression on not only grant evaluators, but potential investors. And the final piece of information or or tip, make sure you have a well-structured proposal that tells a compelling story. Your proposal should address all of the required components of not only the grant application, But make sure that your mission is clearly defined, your team, you need to have your budget, your timeline. These things are important. People want to know what's going on. Use clear and concise language that is mature enough for the investors. You don't want to look like a, a novice in this, really, especially if you're asking for someone else's money. Again, you might as well just go get a loan. But make sure you don't forget to personalize it. Include your testimonials, your success stories, case studies, anything that showcases the effectiveness of your business. This adds a layer of authenticity to your proposal. So I am confident that after this episode, you'll have more information on how to pitch to potential investors and feel confident doing so. You're more than just an Airbnb business. You're a business. And you're more than just a business, you're an entrepreneur, you're innovative, you're witty, you're ahead of your time, you're brave because starting a business, we already know, takes a lot of work and you sacrifice a lot and you invest a lot. So kudos to you for making it this far. I hope that whatever opportunity you apply for next, you knock it out the park because it's rightfully yours. You have the blueprint you need now, all you have to do is a little bit more research, connect with a professional on Fiverr or Upwork. Make sure that you're searching grant application or grant writers and things like that so that you're connected with the right resource. Utilize ChatGPT when you need to and you're good to go. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Airbnb with D. Please remember to follow my Instagram at Airbnb with and visit AirbnbwithD.com. My website gives you access to your pre-launch planner, the corporate leasing success toolkit, everything you need to truly get started and succeed in the industry. I look forward to those of you that have recently joined the Airbnb with D accountability group to talk with me this week about some things that are on your plate and ways that I can help you be a better host and make more money. That's the objective, right? To have more time with your family. So, Thank you all for tuning in and I'll talk to you in the next episode.